from the Pictures Out There studios. Welcome to the Pictures Out There podcast series with Dave Fogelman and Lee Stewart. Pictures Out There ties the future to the present and is a new approach for vision and action toward a better future. And now, here's Dave and Lee. Hi, everyone. This is Dave. And this is Lee. And welcome to the Pictures Out There podcast series. We've talked previously about perspectives, and the first perspective that we discussed was the community of caring and connection, or the ongoing community of caring. We also talked about the concept of macro to micro, a spectrum that we can use to describe where we are in terms of the breadth of the communities that we have in our day-to-day life. There's also a spectrum that we're going to talk about today that's our topic. It's a second perspective, and it's called moderate to extreme. So let's think about this for a little bit. We select a point on a moderate to extreme spectrum alongside every one of our daily actions, every opinion that we express, every position that we take on an issue, every expression that we make, every behavior that we do, and each experience that we choose. Think about that for a second. Running parallel with each of those things, actions, opinions, positions, expressions, behaviors, and experiences, we have a choice that we make about the degree to which we will be moderate or the degree to which we will be extreme. We literally make hundreds of choices every single day that each have a corresponding moderate to extreme factor. Over time, these choices that we each make take on patterns, take on a moderate to extreme pattern that we recognize in ourselves and that others recognize in us. We may generally tend toward either moderation or extreme in our choices, or we may tend to have different moderate or extreme tendencies that depend on the type of situation or issue or action that we're taking. As just one example, we may be very extreme in our beliefs on politics or on social issues, but we may be very moderate in the behaviors that we exhibit when we're interacting socially. Or it may be the opposite. We may be very moderate in our beliefs on politics and social issues, but we may be life of the party, very extreme in our behaviors when we choose to interact socially. When we choose to make a personal change in our beliefs, It may not always be a clear change in an actual belief or position. The same goes true for opinions, positions we take, expressions, behaviors. We may just change the level of moderation or extremism, I'll call it, that accompanies that belief or position. Our choices to be moderate or extreme can make a huge difference. These choices make a big difference in our life experiences. For example, how we feel and think about ourselves, how we think and feel about others, how others experience us, how they react to our opinions, and how our interactions and relationships play out on a daily basis. To the degree that we're self-aware about our predispositions toward either moderation or extremes, and in what situations we do one versus the other, it really can help us understand ourselves much better It also gives us the capability to explain ourselves to others so that they can understand us and know us better. It helps us understand ourselves better and 
to be better understood by others. And to tie this back to pictures, what we're trying to do with perspectives is understand the why of how our pictures got created so that we understand that and so that we can explain it to other people. Absolutely. Well, because these moderation and extreme choices occur so very frequently, hundreds of times daily, we will limit our exploration of the moderation and extreme perspective to the big social issues and questions that we're addressing in the Pictures Out There book. But let's be clear that there is a moderate to extreme consideration that goes with every choice we make. So, these might be good questions to explore as we journey through these pictures out there on big social topics we've explored. Where do each of us fall on the moderate to extreme spectrum as it relates to these big social picture topics? We've talked about spirituality in the past, religion. We've had some discussion about our physical selves and the major social implications related to our physical beings. We've talked about money, wealth, what represents having enough. We've talked about minimizing violence of all kinds. We're going to talk in future podcasts about artificial intelligence and many other topics that are very, very large in scope. So what are the sources of our perspectives for where we are on a moderate to extreme spectrum? What created or influenced our perspectives? There's great value in sharing our perspectives on this moderate versus extreme continuum with others. Our choices can make a huge difference. So hopefully the discussion that we've just had sets up uh, some more conversation. Lee and I are now going to converse and share some of our pers own perspective on moderation and extremes. But as we always say, equally important, what is yours? So I'm Dave. I am, as you can probably already tell, pretty extreme when I paint my pictures. That's a lot of the whole concept of this, right? Is to really go to the far end of extreme in painting what is the picture of your own dreams. So I am very extreme in my own belief that huge positive social changes can happen, particularly when they are fueled by pictures. I am an absolute optimist. I would be probably described by anybody as extreme uh, on that range. And I am a very firm, extreme believer in the power of hope. Now, the sources of my being extreme are various. You know, they're probably my personality. I suppose my DNA in some fashion that I am not aware of. Certainly my upbringing and certainly my ongoing community of caring. I do believe in love being incredibly powerful. I do believe that ultimately love conquers all after it gets kicked around for a while. And I believe that love uh, wins out now and in the future, but it never stops being tested. I also tend to be very extreme in my belief in open communication between people of good heart and good intent and how valuable and meaningful that is. I am very extreme in trying to be a very active and well-intentioned listener with a real desire to understand the person I'm speaking with. I don't always hit the mark on that, but I'm extreme in the belief of trying my best to do that. I'm extreme in my belief that, uh, I guess for lack of a better phrase, everyone matters or no one matters. I believe that love teaches us, or what I've certainly gotten out of love, is that everyone matters. 
So I, I would say probably if somebody were to say, well, yeah, how, how's your pattern changed over time? What's, what's changed for you? I would say that I've gotten more extreme over time on all of these beliefs uh, as my own hope and my faith has grown stronger. Uh, at the same time, I am definitely more aware every day of how much I don't know. And so uh, remain extremely curious and, and probably more curious than ever to learn and to grow. So once I have uh, communicated fully with other people or I've had some kind of exchange with them and we both have an appreciation of our pictures, mine and theirs, and the perspectives, and we've figured out some common ground, I then tend to be more moderate about choosing the tactics for the path forward. This is probably a lot of my training and a lot of my experiences that's colored this, but I think my own experiences have, have informed me that big changes lots of times require having enough people to be bought in to ensure that there is enough common ground to really move forward. That change, again, usually starts with a very extreme picture, but then I'm very big on trying to not have steps backward. I would prefer to maybe initially move a little bit slower than I might individually prefer to make sure that we have a critical mass of people who are behind the big change so that our actions are reasonably likely to succeed, to succeed without any big steps backward. On big social change opportunities, I believe cooperation and not competition is the best way to determine a path forward. Uh, we've used the phrase before, abundance, and not scarcity. Lee used a, a phrase early on in the podcast that talks about it's not an either or, it's a both. And so I'm very big on figuring out both outcomes uh, that we can have in situations where it looks like there's a difference of opinion. I've probably, over time, gotten more moderate since my youth, on setting a pace for change as I've learned more about how real sustainable change usually happens. But I always try to think about to what degree is that diluting or just artificially slowing down something that should move faster. So I love being challenged on, you're wanting to move at this pace, we ought to move quicker. I love those kind of challenges because sometimes when I get challenged that way, I go, you know, you're right. So uh, I will become more extreme in my reactions to the stated positions of others if it seems to me that those positions are purely about maintaining a status quo that usually ratchets me up on my extremism. If I feel like that we are unnecessarily narrowing or actually trying to move some of us backward, I get uh, a lot less patient with that. And so uh, when determining the path forward, I believe in an environment of calm urgency, moving forward in a calm fashion, but being very action-oriented and change-oriented. Thank you, Dave. Excellent examples of how Dave has grown and evolved in his moderation or extreme beliefs, uh, depending on the situation and the topic. So I'll, I'll share a few of mine. Uh, I am an extreme believer. Now, what do I mean by that? I am an extreme holder of my own opinions and an extreme uh, holder of my own perspectives. I am an extreme believer that I want to explore every aspect of myself and of my being, but I think I'm extremely moderate. How'd you like that? Extremely moderate. I love it. I love it. <laughs> in the way I live my life. 
Uh, no outside third party would view my life and say, oh, that person lives on the extremes. I believe that I do internally and intellectually perhaps, but I live a very moderate lifestyle uh, in dress and appearance and the home that I live in, the car that I drive, etc. So outwardly, I'm an individual of moderation. That's purposeful. That's deliberate. As a professional in education, I am a moderate communicator. And I feel that the value of that is to tease out all perspectives uh, in, a, in a group of students. So I'm moderate as a communicator. I am extreme in my belief that there are intersections and interwoven principles at work in the universe that would have us come together as a human collective. I believe that, and I am all too happy to share that opinion with people when I have the opportunity to do so. I'm extreme in my loathing of intolerance. <laughs> I'm extreme in my loathing of being exclusive rather than inclusive. I'm extreme in my loathing of being an isolationist rather than a participant in the human experiment. So my beliefs too have evolved over time. I'm not sure that I knew what I believed about anything as a young man. I was just eager to earn a paycheck, right? Start to climb the corporate ladder, have a family, had a lot of wonderful experiences, but I don't think my beliefs about myself crystallized until I was probably in my 30s or even possibly in my 40s. Okay, so that's our perspective on moderation and extremes. But just as important, what's yours? What are the adult choices that you've made and why? As we've talked about here, it's very interesting to compare those to the youth choices that we made and why. To understand that progression of our perspective on moderation and extremes. Let's share with each other and let's learn together and see if we can get some new insight about how we can move forward by understanding our perspective on moderation and extremes. Hopefully, as we've talked through this, you're getting hit with, just like we did as we discussed it, this goes on all the time. We're constantly, it's this parallel path that's going alongside our actions and our choices, but we rarely openly talk about it with other people, and we rarely reflect on it ourselves. So we're now going to move to the speaking to future generation segment. So much of what we're doing is putting a picture in a bottle or a perspective in a bottle for generations out in the future to give them some deeper understanding. So first of all, what have you all done in the future to optimize individual group and societal tendencies toward moderation and extremes. Well, we would assume that you have understood change better than we have in our current times. We also assume that the future has come to understand the 70-20-10 model of communication. And for those of you who may not be familiar with that, 70% of all communication that we send and receive is nonverbal. It's body language, it's facial expressions, it's tone of voice. It's finally, the smallest percentage is the actual words that are spoken from our mouths. We are taught moderate to extreme reads of other people that we do every minute of every day. Yeah, Lee, this one is really interesting to me because think about something that you would theoretically practice all day, every day of your life. Think about how good you get at it. And that's what we do with these reads that we do of body language, tone of voice, and actual words. 
but to be cognizant of that and to be cognizant of how we're reading each other takes all of this to a different level. This is the kind of thing that we read and we do, but we don't concretely talk to each other about it. We don't share why we have these nuances of moderation and extremes in our reactions and our actions and our behaviors. We expect that you all understood in the future the need to call those out, to openly talk about the degree to which you feel extreme or moderate about something, and that that's an important part of the communication, not just the opinion, not just the action, not just the position that you have on something, but the degree to which you're moderate or extreme, and why. Here's how we expect you did it, future generations. We imagine that you appreciated the opportunity that understanding perspectives provides. As we all share our shades of gray along the spectrum or continuum of extreme to moderation. And further, here's what we suspect that you had to overcome. You had to overcome our hesitancy to share where we stand on this perspective. Labels on this spectrum have been used as a weapon on each other. We have had to unweaponize these words, moderate and extreme. As we sit here in the 21st century, think about how hardened we've become in our positions, right? And there's precious little dialogue or understanding for why we have arrived at the perspectives that we hold. And I love, Lee, what you were describing earlier in terms of the shades of gray along this spectrum. You know, again, we have the the ends of the spectrum of pure moderation or pure extremism, but typically we find ourselves operating along those shades of gray. And to be able to explain that, express it, share it with people, and have them share with us helps us understand where we are. Unfortunately, the words moderation and extremes rarely get used, it seems like to to me these days, except as weapons. We will tell people they are being too moderate, they are being too extreme. Extremism in particular is really used as a weapon on people in the political sphere. And it's and that's oftentimes used by people who are in power who want to go ahead and maintain power. And the labeling of people as extreme is a way to go ahead and try to gain resistance to them and to stop change from happening. All of this is weaponizing. And we think that you all have figured that out and basically said we need to start using these terms and start, in addition to sharing what our positions are, reflect also the degree and the energy that we feel around those by using terms like moderate or extreme, and they're all okay. They're just part of us understanding one another. Well, here's why it was harder from this end than you would think to do it sooner. In other words, future generations, you're looking back at our current state and going, what the heck took you so long to come to this understanding? Well, we had to undo our own use of these words as weapons, as we've been discussing. And we really had to start using them as a tool for a much deeper and more open understanding of one another. This took time. And it had to be, uh, I would think, those of you in the future, uh, you all reached a point where you had some different ideals or maybe you had some ideals that you implemented in a stronger way. Things like love and loving everyone, valuing everyone, uh, seeking to understand. There, There are principles or ideals like that that 
when you do those, you start having conversations like what we're describing here, where you not only share your positions, but you share the degree to which you feel about them or how strongly you feel, and then you describe why. So we think all of that uh, really started when you all established some clearer ideals that then became part of how society dealt with itself. And so we'll talk about uh, ideals quite a bit later. So we would ask you to reflect during the next few days on whether your actions and reactions to different and specific people, issues, or situations reflect on whether those tend to be moderate or extreme. And as Dave and I have described today, one individual, the same individual, can have moderate or extreme views depending on the situation. So take some time to reflect on why that is. How have you gotten to the point that you've arrived at? We're all a blend of moderation and extremes, and it varies depending on the situation and our experiences, choices, all of these things we've talked about. That's kind of a wow thing. It is. That's a huge insight. And it opens this door for communication and understanding at a different level than what we may have perceived before. Well, that concludes our discussion today. Thank you very, very much for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Thank you for joining our podcast today. For more information about Pictures Out There products, services, and communities, or to contact us, please visit us at picturesoutthere.com or reach out to us on Twitter at the handle at PicsOutThere. You can also find us on Facebook. Please join us for our next podcast. We hope you have the day of your dreams. <laughs>